Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brada, brada, brada. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the light. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's three. It's two p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy. Get him off big. Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host, the man that's just kidding like Jason, unless you're going to do it. He's the 1983 Mr. Dixie Youth Grand Champion. best friend josh probably say hey josh well how's it going Richard? the only jason i know is my son and the killer well jason kid it's it's oh it's a nelly song i'm just uh, kidding like jason oh unless you're gonna do it i didn't like nelly sorry I, you've heard the song maybe it's getting hot in here so oh t- right <laughs> i only know like fact you've five heard the words song. on that song i know for a fact you've heard the song <laughs> Take off all my clothes. We used to dance to it all the time. <laughs> you know, with athletic shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard a bit the other day about like you you can tell like why is it like when you get so out of shape that all you wear is athletic wear? Like it's the only thing that fits like basketball shorts. <laughs> it's it's the literally the laziest fat. clothing you could buy. Yeah. And it's for athletes. Oh dudes. We're packing up to go on this trip this week. I usually don't say that because Check. Yeah, <laughs> we're packing up. All the burglars out there are like yeah. noted. Well, we don't. You don't know when I recorded this. I do. Well, you they do. Don't. There's one other person that knows when we recorded this. And that's BT. Mm. Uh, so he's going to pack the yeah. ship up and <laughs> come from Arkansas and burglarize the fort. But uh, but yeah. So when we were packing for this trip, um, I don't remember what I was saying now. Um, uh, oh. Uh, nothing but like there's like maybe two pair of like khaki shorts but the rest are all basketball shorts and i doubt that i wear those khaki shorts at any point in time hmm. it's just gonna be t-shirts and ca- and basketball shorts and flip-flops for a week well that sounds wonderful depressing which one which one are you going with i don't know i mean i'm a jeans guy when you deal with rich <laughs> you're dealing with style Class. And basketball and shorts. <laughs> Flip flops. I am a jeans guy. No matter what the occasion. You don't I'm... wear shorts at home? No. Really? Uh uh-uh. uh. I, 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 I used to, but I, I don't anymore. I'm a. You probably got the whitest legs known to man. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you know why? I'm a fucking white guy. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you just wear pants all the time. I they wonder, never see the light. Do, do like Mexicans and black people oh, and Chinese go. people, do they like... Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God, you're so yellow. Or, oh, my God, you're oh so black. God. Well, yeah. I, how yes, c- yes, black people do do that. <laughs> how can you... You've never heard... Like, Chris Rock did a bit where he was talking about light-skinned black people and dark-skinned black people. Oh, they're just going to say about the no. new uh, Will Smith stuff. He was, that was no, good he, stuff. That was really good stuff. I like but no, that. he talked about that in his bit about, you know... Because he was talking about Megan Margle or whatever. Oh, it been so black. <laughs> or what she say? No, he said light skin. He said she was light skinned. Oh, but, but he was talking about in the bit. It's, it's really good if you haven't watched it. Chris Rock's uh, stand up on Netflix uh, that just came out. He did it live um, on Netflix. The only thing and, I watched of this guy, he recorded it on his phone. Why? The last eight minutes of That's it? That's somebody that don't have 10 bucks a month right there. <laughs> well, <coughs> I think there weren't hits because the way they titled it wrote me in. It was like, Chris Rock addresses the Will Smith, da-da-da. You know, it was a, a grab-me uh, right. title. Yeah, it was a clickbait is what and they call it. And um, it grabbed me, and I went to it, and I watched all eight minutes, and I don't know, dude, it was a little cringy at times. I mean, he is a little guy. I'm like, I never knew that. I yeah, mean, Chris Rock's small. But, 
Yeah, Will Smith is a fucking giant. Yeah, compared. he's like six three, <laughs> six four, something uh, like that. I thought it the like the go home, uh, you know, punchline of it for me was like he said, "All these motherfuckers said everything about him, and he decides <laughs> to slap me." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> once you find a big burly motherfucker who's called you a bitch well, and slapped him. Who was I think it was Mick Foley that said, you know, if The Rock was up there making those jokes, do you think he would have slapped him? Oh no, he said, "Please stop, <laughs> sir. You're really angering my wife." I did see. A thing today from Entertainment Tonight saying that Will Smith was uh, upset and embarrassed by the comments that Chris Rock made. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh dude, it's a travesty. Like, that's how you know. That's the uh, I wish I could go to Target if these damn millions of dollars in my pocket, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gee. But yeah, no. Uh, to answer your question, he he made a comment in there about how like Megan Margle was talking about the queen was asking how dark the baby was going to be. And he goes, that's something that everybody, he's like, he's like, if you ever been around black people, that's what we ask. How dark's the baby going to be? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's the same thing with, I think every culture has something with it. Like, you know, like you can't tell me that this is the first time you've ever heard somebody say something about pale white skin, not some, just white, some pale of, white. One of the best ribs I ever heard was, um, my my wife, her well, one of her better friends, yeah, um, that she's ever had in life. She's a white girl. She had a baby by a black dude, and my wife was there at the hospital whenever she delivered. Yeah. So was the dude. Well, after the baby comes, because you know it's a mixed baby, but even the blackest of babies come out looking a little whitish the, at first. The pigment hasn't. Yeah, like yeah. it, but. I guess dude didn't know that. So when the baby comes out, it looks really white. And my wife starts ribbing the fuck out of him for like five minutes. This wow. guy got fired up and didn't think that it was his kid. Did your wife tried to him, start a Jerry Springer yes! show in a hospital? <laughs> and she said she got him for like five minutes. He was pissed. He was hot. Man, you do this to me. And blah, 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 blah. He was fucking going off. She was like. I'm just kidding. You know this is normal, right? <laughs> and he, she brought him back down, but yeah. like, yeah, she ribbed the fuck out of her. I feel like we're we're dancing on dangerous territory. <laughs> what? I don't I don't know why. It's just any time you bring up any types of different races, you get kind of like the puckered butthole now. Mm. Well, I you mean, know? they exist. So puckered right. buttholes? No, well, that, those oh, two, yeah. but ra <laughs> other races do exist. Do I have the dill powder thing anymore? I don't know. I don't guess I do. No, yeah, there it is. It's kind of like taking dill powder and pouring it onto your butthole. <laughs> Talking Dude. about this. <laughs> no, I mean, um, getting back to your pale white legs, you never, do you sleep in jeans? <laughs> oh, yeah, ma'am. You sleep in jeans. I sleep with a pair of jeans on and a knapsack are, are, beside are, me in case <laughs> I have to run out real quick. Like a hobo. I could go back. Like a hobo. Are you running from the law? Just stay ahead. The phone rings and they say, <laughs> Wiener, they say, Wiener Schnitzel. Shit. <laughs> Grab your go bag, run out the back door. <laughs> Jump in an old vehicle that doesn't have ta like has tags on it, like burner tags. Hear a little. <laughs> oh, my dresser, it's fucking handheld CB. The rainbow has reached the rose. Fuck. <laughs> it's already to the rose. <laughs> Shit. Y'all are supposed to call me when he gets to the neighbor's yard. <laughs> uh, no, so, uh, well, I guess what? You sleep nothing then? Oh, ass naked. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Dick swinging. Really? I'm just kidding. I, just, <laughs> I do jogging pants and shit. But you do jogging pants? I couldn't sleep in jogging pants, man. Now, I'm not a... Uh, thinking about fires has really thought made me think about I, I couldn't sleep naked. Because, you know, at some point there's going to be a fire. <laughs> you don't, you want every last hair that you can stand, huh? No. <laughs> it's not like that. It's, it's just I don't want to be rushing God out of a building. God has taken my hair on the top of my head. I would like to be in control of the one below my neck. No, it's uh, it's just the fact that, you know, if something was to catch on fire and you had to evacuate your house, what are you mm -hmm. going to be wearing? You know, so I usually T-shirt and basketball shorts. I sleep in. I, when I, I was a kid, I used to sleep that. in underwear. I would, I would, I would gladly run out of my house nude if the house was on fire. I'm more worried about what am I grabbing to save. 
Yeah, you ain't. I ain't worried about saving anything. I'm just getting out of the house. Well, I my family absolutely <laughs> have but to not. get to my one particular box of wrestling stuff. Like, there's other wrestling you, stuff, but I have to get this one. Why box. don't you get a fireproof safe? Ooh, that'd be a big safe. I'd have to get. Oh, I mean, how much stuff are we talking about? Well, this one particular box that I have all my like rare autographs and like autographs, ir- autographs, <laughs> irreplaceable shit. Yeah, you know, like the people are dead and you can't find it. Whatever. I mean, you can get Doink to sign. <laughs> He's still alive, apparently. No, wrong. <laughs> no, I mean we're talking. I got about a lot that. of like super yeah. legendary people. Okay, really old wrestlers. Like who? Who you got? Like, hey, what's Stack? the name of some of them? Haystacks Calhoun, I got his autograph. Yeah, on old, it's a champ. It's I think it was. From, did you buy these or did you just acquire them? No, somehow? I met Haystacks in '64. <laughs> well, I didn't know if your uncle gave them to you or not, Jackass. You got a relative in the business. <laughs> no, well, he wasn't in the business during. This no, time. but I mean, hell, I don't even know if he was going to live matches at this point. I'm saying, like, you have an uncle that's in the business. I figured some stuff would have trickled to you from him. He might have had something that... I got some things of his... Well, I know you've got some things. That's why I said that. No. Um, Make me feel, sound like an asshole. I got a... Well, you are. <laughs> believe me. Listen to last week's episode. Oh! <laughs> you, you know what you can do? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, buddy. You need to go fuck yourself. You can go fuck yourself. And um, anyhow, I, you remember Billy Wicks? Is he the guy that used to sell like, um, uh, a, like that cleaner... Billy Mays. Oh, well then no. <laughs> no, he was a super big legend around this area in the 60s. Was he the whipper? Mm, that's Billy Watson. No. Either way, Billy Wicks, big wrestler. I got him. Was he and the superstar? Haystacks Calhoun's autograph on a, a championship wrestling uh, program ah. from 1964 or 67, one of those. I'm not yeah. really sure. And then I've got... Um, uh, Cyclone Negro. I got his autograph on a fucking uh, I got four by hole. six. My butthole got tight there. It, the- mine <laughs> gets that way when I say that, but like it, yeah, you know. Um, I got other stuff, man. Yeah, like, irreplaceable shit. Yeah, I would probably. Uh, could would you laminate it? No, God no. Why not? Because it, then you know it's never going to deteriorate. I'm not worried about that. It'll be around while I'm around, so. Well, I'd find I'd I'd get you a fireproof, like little, like they make those little boxes that are fireproof, huh? That you could put like paper in all the way up. It's like I a little cash box. I've never really looked into them. Probably wouldn't be a bad I've idea. I've always made just an escape plan. <laughs> but what if it's like a tornado or something? Mm-mm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Kinda, I know what I do with a fire. I'm not real sure about a tornado. Earthquakes and floods and fire. Well, floods another thing. No floods. I've got that covered oh, got because that covered? I've got it set up the highest point in my house. You got them all in individual uh, Ziploc bags. Mm. Does that sound like a good idea though? Doesn't it? No, no. Put them in Ziploc bags so if it floods, it, they can't get water to them. They're a good ten feet off the floor right now. Yeah. Unless it comes another one. <laughs> I was going to say, got to hope it doesn't get an 11-foot flood, huh? Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, man, that's my first grab me. Like, you know, passing up the kids, passing up the dog. <laughs> hey, wake up! There's a fire! Wake up! I hope you get out! <laughs> You're scrambling to get shit. <laughs> hey, get that step ladder for me! Got to get up there! I'm fading. I'm fading. <laughs> you do that little thing where you fall out of the attic and the firefighters have to drag you out. <laughs> I bet, as fun as it was going up those stairs unconscious, I can't imagine it's fun going down those stairs unconscious. Have you ever done that? <laughs> oh, I'm clutching the damn Superstar Building D photo that he autographed. I gotta save them all. <laughs> <laughs> and they come in there with hoses and just spray all that shit. <laughs> That's what wakes you up. I'm attacking the firefighters with axes and shit. Quit! You're doing those those old uh, old Western drawback punches towards them. <laughs> you fucking up my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be terrible for you, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably wouldn't recover Just mentally. Just like, you'd be out from smoke inhalation, and then uh, 
and then all of a sudden the water hits your first autograph and you're like <laughs> you start getting up and tackling people i have one of those don't touch my headphone fits yeah <laughs> 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 you start making that noise <laughs> <laughs> like a hound dog with a finger up its ass <laughs> <laughs> I know what that sounds like. Your ass better not ring a bell. I'll fucking snap. I went to a vet one time with my basset hound, and oh, they yeah. had to shove a finger up its ass. To, <laughs> it was the saddest thing Which I've ever I, heard. I, I've, you've said this before a couple years ago. Did I? And is, I is it like a yearly I was, thing? I was, I think it is. I was, uh, I've always been hesitant to Google search what you said. What? It just sounds made up. Sounds like a reason to stick a finger up your dog's ass. I hope not. It's expressing the anal glands. Mm-hmm. Sounds like something you only do <laughs> around your anniversary, sounds right? Sounds like something's popular in a bathhouse <laughs> or something. <laughs> you, hey, <laughs> you hear the, sir, would you like your anal glands expressed? <laughs> I'm good now. <laughs> Come back in about five minutes. Got a little, got a fist action going let, let on. Me, let me soak them real fast. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember seeing, I guess it's the face end, you know, like I found out there's like a new category of like adult films where it's like the video is just shot from the face. Huh. Like, like, you know, you're like, if it's doggy style, you just see them both. They're both their faces. As it's happening, you just see like the swinging of, but, but you just, you see the face. I don't you just want to see that face. Huh? Yeah. I can't remember who I heard talking about that, but they were talking about face porn, basically. I was like, what the hell is that? And uh, they were saying it was just basically it's shot from head on (laughs) (laughs) to get the reaction. uh, Well, I've seen some where they'll have one camera angle. It'd be like a split screen deal. You're talking about, um, what is it, the casting couch thing? (laughs) Yeah. How'd you know? (laughs) They got one camera angle of the business going and then one of the face. Yeah. Yeah, that's an old-timey trick. That's old hat now, Josh. Well, you just want full face. Nowadays, they want a full shot of that face, and they can imagine what's going on. <laughs> it's went so far, it's restarted. Yeah, yeah, it's restarted. Well, that's the, way it all, that's the way it all gets, right? I remember being a little, like, not turned off, but, like, a little taken back when I saw the 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 full Monty. You know what I mean? <laughs> That is like, not what I pictured it to be. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I still think I like it. But I mean, I like it better than that thing. It's a little weird. <laughs> it's just awkward. Like somebody here with an axe or something. <laughs> I bet it smells like Cheetos or something. Has to. How do you keep that thing clean? There's no way. <laughs> There's just no way. <laughs> and it shuts when you... Huh. huh. Smell like an attic. Huh. <laughs> Why does it look like Homer Simpson's mouth? <laughs> no, I just remember being so taken back when I saw the first like hardcore one. Do you want to? There know? was something nice about like it was something cute about the old uh, Spice Wondering. TV. Yeah, it wasn't like the. Well, you still had your imagination. It might be why I like radio so much too, because sometimes if I see something, I can't use my imagination to build it. Uh, well, that that it, it goes along the same lines of I'm dragging wrestling back in, but yeah. I enjoyed reading about old matches, like so I could formulate in my head what I thought that they were, and it would be like the greatest shit in the world. You're like, damn, I wish I could go back because when you yeah. watch shit from like you know the '60s or the '70s, nine times out of ten, it fucking sucks. Like if you're used to. You know today's stuff. Oh yeah. So really, and 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 that's why there's I think there's so much love for like uh, old school baseball players and this right. and that. You never really saw them very much. It was only up to your imagination from what you've read and heard. Right. You know to to how far they go in your head. Well, also nostalgia plays a huge part in memory. Like you remember where you were and how things were. A lot of times nostalgia gets like over realistic ideas of what today's entertainment would be, you would revert to nostalgia being better. There's very rarely do you go, man, it used to be terrible. Now we've got this and it's great. You know what I mean? Like with wrestling for yeah, one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you remembered it a way that's fondly, but you forget that the, you know, Scott Hall interrupted, a 
uh, Mike Enos, <laughs> Steve Dahl match that was going nowhere at the time. <laughs> just whipped both their asses. No, he just interrupted it and they canceled the match and he was like, hey, yo, you know, when he first walked out on WCW. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you, 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 but you remember, man, 96 WCW was awesome. <sighs> Shit happening every week. Yeah. And it's like, and then you go back and watch even the stuff that was happening every week. It's just sometimes just a repeat of the previous couple of weeks. Watch one of them pro episodes from 95. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Got to love wrestling. But, I mean, WWF wasn't really killing it at the time either, to be honest. What was crazy was WWF's business was kind of down, and they had two guys come from WWF to go to WCW. That was popular in a down business that made mega stars in another company. Like, it doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? Um but it was it was interesting. Yeah. But yeah, if you go back, you would find some stinkers, some stinker shows. Oh, there's tons of them. Yeah, but <laughs> like I'll be honest, there was a couple. What was this? One of the Sting Flare matches. Like I watched it back, like the time limit draw. They did uh, some. Yeah. Of, they did like a hip toss, like forty-seven times in that match. <laughs> and I remember, like, man, Flair's hip has been tossed. Can we please <laughs> stop with the hip tosses? You know what I mean? Like. And you're like, okay, I get it. If I was looking at it as like, all right, this is a contest and Sting's trying to win. I, as a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, hip toss him again, Sting, do it again. <laughs> but as an adult that, you know, wants the entertainment value out of it, you're like, well, damn, we've seen that move seven or eight times. You can't even do that in video games without losing points. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you hip toss a motherfucker and... He's still pumping up his special. <laughs> they'll, they'll start taking your special down <laughs> if you'll start do, if you keep doing the same moves. and that's, Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like <laughs> looking back on some of those Lawler matches where he had with um, Bachwinkle too, Punch Fest, either Punch Fest or a Headlock. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's it's like the overall story. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. It, it was what meant the most, right? I think. And honestly, from a realistic perspective, I think that's why a lot of people believed Lawler's shit more than a lot of other people because he punches him, punches the fuck out of him every time. You Who's know? he punching? Freddy Krueger? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Giant Bulba? Yeah. <laughs> Lord Humongous? Yeah. You know, real characters. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I guess that was my only knock on Memphis. Like, when Bret Hart said that Memphis wrestling was kind of cartoony mm -hmm. back in the day, and I'm like, fuck, it was like, you know, closest thing to ECW. You had, you know, log, you know, uh, concession stand brawls. You had blood. You had all that. And then you see him, like, fighting a guy that's dressed up like Freddy Krueger, staggering around, or Frankenstein. You're like, okay, I, I can understand what you're saying. If there. I was the age I am now, mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. I think it was total bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But as a child, I thought that was the coolest shit I'd ever saw. Like, I even gave the Yeti a pass back in the day, or the Dungeon of Doom. I was just like, okay, they're just... It, it, I'm supposed to hate them. They're shit. <laughs> but it wasn't like I'm supposed to hate them because this is the corniest shit I've ever seen. You know what I mean? I still mean? believed in the people. I, I mean... Because as the Dungeon of Doom was around, I already knew it was work. Yeah, yeah. But it was, them some big guys, they'll kick your ass. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. But still. Did you know Earthquake when he not went? Not personally, no. No. <laughs> you didn't know John Tenta? I did not know John Tenta. <laughs> did you know when he went to WCW and they changed his name? At the time, he had a big bear on his shoulder. And when he changed his name to uh, The Shark, mm -hmm. worst name probably ever, though, um, he changed his tattoo to a shark. <laughs> he had it and covered And then he up. was the shark for like two months and then became the avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking you out of the ocean, bud. Gonna need you to get a mountain on that shoulder now. <laughs> Can you cover up that shirt? Can you make that fin a mountain? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> probably so, yeah. Probably, probably. And then when he was Golga, he just put on a shirt and was... A Cartman shirt. Cartman shirt and yeah. a mask. Yeah, and honestly, sadly, that was the biggest thing that he did besides Earthquake. Earth, yeah, yeah. And probably the most widely saw John Tenta ever was was as that Golga. fucking... Yeah. yeah, yeah, because that was when wrestling kind of blew up. It was so, absolutely insane. Still one of the best theme songs ever. Uh, that the Freak Show? <laughs> no! <laughs> 
You know what I'm talking about. The the um, oddities. Oddities song. The ICPs. Yeah. Yeah. Let me to play that. Let me pause this. We uh we're we're running this this show mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. fast today because we were having to get a lot of them recorded because you're running low on time and I'm running low on time and. You had to work today again? Yeah, I did. I mean, you had to work. What I, you had to you had a hard out today is what I'm saying. You have to go back, huh? You told me you had a hard out, like you had to leave at a certain time tonight. Yes. Okay, so you got to go back to work. No. Oh. Okay. Gotta go to my house. Okay. I don't even remember the. You don't remember the song? I might when I hear it, but I'm drawing a blank right now. All right, let me. Well, once we get past this ad. We got directed ads for Denver Nuggets. <laughs> we on that VPN. We didn't lie to you, folks. Here we it is. We told you we had living, breathing monstrosity. It was done by ICP. Yeah, I remember. You remember this? I remember this was like the song that I used... In any of the WWE games that would have music, like old, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He did that a lot. On the face. Yeah. Like he landed on dude's head. Like, John Tenta, when he was Golga, he did uh, that squash, that, that earthquake splash that he would do where he'd set on people. He missed people a lot. I don't know if he just couldn't see in that mask. <laughs> That's good enough, but to my eyes, I'm just going to snake you know this was a good group you know what i mean like they could have done so much more with it but they didn't yeah i mean you got two fucking giants you have three if you count earthquake oh right right i thought shit i thought it was just that one guy then i didn't i forgot kurgan was there yeah kurgan giant silva and uh john tenter golga was his name and then you had um, uh, Luna. I mean, they had a good little group there. And man. Luna, who was like the most vicious, evil wrestling woman I knew ever. Yeah. Totally flipped the script on that. And she was like, oh, happy. And yeah, she was like the happy oddity. Yeah. If they just had one more person, they would have been, I think, would have been really good. I, I know what they were going for. They were going for like a Howard Stern definitely type feel. What was that group in WCW that were from Howard Stern? Oh, yeah. Um, Hank the Angry Dwarf. Um, Who was Ralphus? Ralphus was a security guard. That Well, he wasn't a security guard. He was Jericho's security guard. Oh, okay, okay. But he, I just he, remember that name He was on the ring crew. He was hilarious. Jericho talks about him in his book about, like, once he got just a little taste of, like, success, mm-hmm. he was, like, he, he became kind of, like, a monster almost <laughs> he's like he'd have like ugly rats in the back and <laughs> and uh he said when it got time like jericho's contract was running up his was too and he said he went to jericho and was like what do you want to do about you want me to go with you to wwe <laughs> it's like <laughs> no brother brother you stay here i'll come back for you <laughs> yeah I, he's no longer alive um but yeah he was he was entertaining, man. He For what he was, he was very entertaining. But I, he was a part of that Howard Stern no, group. He wasn't No, he was on the ring crew, and Jericho found him. And Jericho actually had another guy that was on the ring crew. He was mocking Goldberg, coming out with security. So he had Jericho personal security, and it was oh, like the two most right, unintimidating right. people you know, on earth. Which he made a good point. He's like, if he's so bad, if Goldberg's so badass, why does he need security to walk him to the ring? <laughs> <laughs> this is for their protection, not mine. <laughs> oh, he might go wild on the crowd. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> why didn't they do that for uh, Freddy Krueger in Memphis? He had knives on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> he could just fucking stab everybody. That would have been the ultimate back the weapon yeah. back in the day. Can you imagine if like... Uh, well, you remember when like... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say if, you know, because things would get really heated. <laughs> and if you had a knife glove. Hey, stabbing him. Hey, stabbing him. <laughs> you would hear something happening at a Maryland school gym. A fan was stabbed by Freddy Krueger, <laughs> played by whoever the fuck. You know, right. it was. Um, 
Tommy Gilbert, but I know like the others played him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you'd hear about them getting all stabbed up. Probably good things slowed down before the knife gloves came into play. Yeah, I mean, the worst feeling in the world would probably be in the states. In Japan, it was different. In the states, the worst feeling in the world would be like being Leatherface. And the crowd don't run from you. <laughs> so you got to cut one yeah, of them. So you got to do something. Yeah. You can't be a madman if somebody doesn't run. Can't have the can't have an angel if a devil don't exist, Josh. Right. You, you got to have both. You got to have a runner and a madman chasing them with the chainsaw. <laughs> if the runner don't do their part, the madman looks like a crazy person altogether. <laughs> I think they said that. Um, who was it? Tiger Jit Shin. He would, he, like, if somebody didn't. Run, is it Shin or Sing? Sing, Sing, Shin. I always said Shin. You always shin. said Shin. But uh, they said he would just take that fucking sword and just hit him with the butt. Yeah. You know, that big uh, fencing sword he had. Yeah. He would just knock the shit out of him for real if they didn't run. Well, they said Japan was different, though. They don't sue. No, they uh, like Mick Foley talked about how it was always like they always considered it an honor to be attacked by like a wrestler, get their ass whipped with a rope by Stan Hansen. Yeah, but that's not the way it is in America. People are so happy here; they've always been. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you, can you imagine him knocking somebody out and then like, you know, he's just not there the next week. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to whatever uh, happened to old. Uh, Lion, uh, Lion Jet Sorrow, whatever his name was, he got sued by Ernie. <laughs> oh, he went to jail in Medina. <laughs> he sure he got on out of here. Sure did. They deported him. He hit that old man. <laughs> they arrested him. Did you ever see that thing where the Sheik was Sabu's uh, manager in WCW for like one show? He broke his fucking leg. No, I'm talking about it. There was a pay per view. Yeah. The Sheik. Well, he well, broke me, his fucking let me, leg. Let me finish my story because I don't think we're talking about the same one. Oh, we are. Because he was his manager on the side of the apron. And after the match was over, he just threw fire at Jerry Lynn for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, he broke his fucking leg before that. Jerry Lynn did or he, Sheik? The Sheik. What happened was he the Sheik was standing ringside and it's either the beginning or the middle of the match. Yeah. And sat like. Jerry Lynn, who's Mr. JL at the time, gets thrown to the outside. And Sabu comes, gets on the ropes, and does some kind of, I don't know if it was a moonsault or a, or a front, a, a forward flip. But either way, he flips from the ropes in the corner to the outside. And the Sheik was right there holding Jerry Lynn, you know, trying to make it look real. Yeah. Said some asshole just standing there waiting to be fell on. And he's holding Jerry Lynn, and when Sabu flips... He lands on the sheik's leg, Ugh. and then it broke. Uh. And so, was he supposed to throw a fireball at some point? I'm sure. And he just was like, "Well, the match Shit, is over here. <laughs> Here's some fire for you. I got to do this for the people. Here, hold on to this for me." <laughs> yeah, I was so excited too, man. I was like, "Oh fuck, the sheik is going to be a WCW Sabu's here." That didn't last. No, I think that was the only the only match, wasn't it? Well, he had a few matches, but that was the biggest match they had. He was on Nitro once or twice. Yeah, uh, the pay per view, and then like maybe on a pro or something. It wasn't very many. Looking back on it, though, psychology wise, oh, never was that great. I remember watching that Rob Van Dam Sabu match from Memphis, Mm -hmm. where they just kept doing moves to each other, and I was like, "This is terrible. (laughs) This is god awful." It was, but. For me at the time, it was so different, and like I thought wrestling was you know real. Yeah, so it made more sense. I guess. I mean, I don't. I can't remember if um, when I re- I think when I really really started liking Sabu, I knew it was a work, but I guess at that point it was he seems the most real because he was really fucking hurting yeah. himself. Yeah, and I guess that made me respect him. More? I don't know. I guess, because uh, I thought it was cool, too, when we were kids. But now, as I'm older, I'm like, man, I know what just He's normal. Fucking stupid. I know what normal bumps does to your back, you know. Can you imagine jumping from the inside of the ring to the outside? Onto the fucking floor on top of... I mean, I did some stupid ten stuff. Ten flaming tables? <laughs> I did some stupid stuff and took suplexes on concrete and stuff like that before and landed on concrete. But I didn't, like... 
jump through three tables with barbed wire on them. And, <laughs> and the, the thing about him was, if he didn't break a table in a match, he would drag one in the ring after the match and break it with his fucking knees and shit. That like, was ah. what I always thought was kind of dumb. Even as a kid, I was like, why is he doing that? <laughs> well, the, the thing, oh, he's crazy. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Unpredictable. Madman. But we live in an area where crazy people was just, you know. If we're going to celebrate them. <laughs> crazy people drive go-karts around here. <laughs> well, Josh, something that they could actually, crazy people could do, would be go and order a shirt from tinyurl.com slash p3radiotees. And if they go over there right now, what's some shirts they're going to find? Oh, God damn it, Richard, they'd be crazy not to go over there and order all our shit. But they might find an ECW-like t-shirt. They might find a cover art-type t-shirt. Type. No, this is the old cover art. Yeah. Might find a uh, Ray J. Soda Can t-shirt, Freddy's Front Yard Slaughterhouse, the goddamn Josh Broward Memorial 5K <laughs> Alligator t-shirt, yep. so many more t-shirts. Tinyurl.com slash P3RadioTees. That's T-E-E-S. That's your t-shirt hookup. TinyURL.com slash P3RadioTees, the home of P3 Radio Merchandise. All right, Josh, we're taking a break from marching into March because this is the week of St. Patrick's Day, and what better way to celebrate it than with the Dropkick Murphys I'm shipping up to Boston. Badass song, man. It was either this or um, House of Pain. <laughs> what, what, what was that look for? What other Irish bands do you know? That's House either. of Lane, more like it. Oh, we get it. You're cool. <laughs> yeah. You're cool, buddy. I'm cooler than Everlast. But you hate Nickelback, too, don't you? <laughs> oh, God. Just because you hate them. I do oh. whatever Oprah and society tells me to do, Richard. Oh. I mean, I don't hate Nickelback, but they're not my favorites. Ugh. Sometimes I don't That's get the... musical aids, Richard. Lee. Sometimes I don't get the full hate on them. I, I, I get it because they were overplayed. Yes. But that's not their fault. What are they gonna? What are they supposed to do? Go to people and tell them stop playing our junk? <laughs> Thank God the Dropkick Murphys went over played, huh? This has been played every year. This this this, this song has been played every year for the past like thirty five years. <laughs> for for well, not thirty five, but at least for the past like fifteen years, this is like something they play on just that part right there. Yeah, I've heard that on. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Bailey's. You've heard that on everything that talks about Ireland. <laughs> mm. See, let me tell you a little secret about the United States of America, Josh. We hook on to a stereotype. We don't let that shit go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say. Uh, in 1995, they were like, you like this music, don't you? You're Italian, aren't you? <laughs> no, we're Irish. Well, you like this music, so we're going to associate it with you and every Irish thing ever. So, like, every Your ass better pass the pasta, please. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, that's uh, that's Italian, sir. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of gators, um, my wife, we're we're gonna have a day in New Orleans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you said it like that, all like yeah. elongated, I thought of gators. Like, grr, I'm going to bite you. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. It's kind of like taking dill powder and pouring <laughs> it onto your butthole. What is up with you today? Uh, you mentioned race and <laughs> you want to hit religion too? <laughs> Boy, let me talk about them Catholics. Uh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> What do you get no. when you get a pope? <laughs> no. Stop. An altar boy? Just stop. And a bishop in a broom closet. What do you get? I don't know. Stop. <laughs> you get a lawsuit. What do you get, boy? All right. That didn't end the way I thought it was. That's what he said. <laughs> oh! Oh, man. Just I, you went with the safe religion, though. I, I see did. you went with Christianity. I did. <laughs> you if picked up a, on that. If there's a religion you can't attack, it is Christianity. <laughs> Go ahead. Attack that other one. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Catholic, so, you know, it's okay. Attack that other one, Joshua. 
Let me see you. Which one? Oh, come on. Let's name some of them other ones. <laughs> Buddhism. <laughs> I don't know enough about Mormon, it to attack Mormon. it. I could definitely do some damage on that one. Uh, no. We both know which religion I'm talking about. It's it's right up there with Christianity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Muslim. Attack, well, well, you know, why, why have any aura of mystery? Why don't we just come out and say it? Well, you're doing everything but tap dancing around <laughs> That's it. what I was doing. That was the funny part. Mm. <laughs> black people? You talking about black people? I'm just trying to move along. <laughs> oh, you're fired up today. No, really. I'm they not. have sensitivity training at work this week or They're something. They're going to need to. I've been working too Let many. me tell you some other stuff that's getting back to me about these certain particular types of people. <laughs> I've not said anything bad. No, have I'm, I? just, I'm just messing with you. I said gators. Gators. There you go again. Gators. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> We're gonna have a day in New Orleans before our boat leaves. Mm. Um, we've really, already we've already done it by the time you're hearing this. Really wish that you probably didn't do it before you got on the boat. What? What you're gonna do? What? Probably get super trashed and I'm not lose two trashed. days. No, 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 no. I um I can't drink like I used to. If that makes sense. I don't know why that wouldn't make sense. You, you of all people, should know <laughs> uh, and be able to understand. I've drank consistently the same way <laughs> when I was drinking <laughs> the whole time I was drinking. But I mean, oh well, no, you didn't get trashed every night. Well, no, but I mean, but I, you know as well as I do, when you reach a certain age, the hangovers take a little longer. Well, I mean, I I got into that groove where I didn't have hangovers and I was just normal all the yeah. time. But when I would go a little overboard it was like yeah the mornings hurt well a i don't want to be hung over on a boat that that doesn't sound fun to me at all I might fall over no no do you lose balance when you're hung over i you, do <laughs> really you st- stand I think up that's called still being drunk stand up oh, <laughs> oh definitely <laughs> i'm hung over and drunk at the same time oh I don't man think that's real you like whenever i get up when I would oh, get up and I would have to take that first piss, yeah. I'd stand there and just close my eyes. I'd damn near fall backwards. I probably shouldn't have drove to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not even kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not a lot, no. That's uh, that's not hungover, Josh. That's still being drunk. <laughs> it's amazing what, what six you hours of sleep. You did some accounting while you were drunk, Richard Lee. <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing the people that thinks that six hours of sleep will undo (laughs) hours of drinking. (laughs) I slept for four hours. I should be good enough to drive now. It's a restart, man. It's like turning your phone off and turn it back on again. I joked with uh, some coworkers this week about like how they'll let certain departments off when it's like bad weather days and snow and stuff, and it's like they'd send out an email saying, you know. Uh, the offices are closed, but this, and then like an hour later or 15 minutes later, it's like, oh, but this department needs to still show up. And it's like, well, you should have hit send on that email before now. I'm already drunk. <laughs> it's 830 in the morning. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. You said I was off. <laughs> I do what I do on my time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm already four deep. <laughs> you won't control me while I'm out of this building. You need to pay me more. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, but anyways, we're going to have a day in New Orleans um, to just kind of have some family time. Well, my wife said she wants to go on those gator in rides. In the piss-infested streets of New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not family all. time. They have some family stuff you can do there. Mm. But we're not going out on the streets of New Orleans again at night. I can tell you that much right now. Unless we're just walking across to get some food. Yeah. Um, like, I, I want some gumbo again. I know that. Oof. Gumbo and jambalaya. Oh, Ooh, they're so good. It's spicy. I'm going to have to take some like Prilosec and stuff with me. But OTC. Oh, man. Did they do that? I guess that OTC is over the counter, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to go buy some of that tonight. Mm, yeah. um, Def- or get you just some Pepto dude, Ultra. The worst, The I mean, the absolute worst heartburn I've ever had in my life was in New Orleans Ooh. last summer. Damn. Like... We had some jambalaya, and jambalaya is like a really thick, like, um, like uh, rice with like Cajun seasoning and like pieces of like, 
that uh, Polish sausage and stuff like that. And dude, get the onion. It's so good, but like you eat about five or six bites, and it's like a fire is in your chest. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to get some stuff because I'm gonna eat it. It's not like hot food either. It's not like spicy. You don't eat it like your, you know, snot starts dripping and yeah, everything. Yeah, it's just something about it yeah ignites yeah it's just your heartburn just goes crazy i remember we were coming back through downtown new orleans last time and i was like we had just had dinner and i and i had just went to do karaoke while my wife and daughter went on these um tours where they told them where their spirits at that mm-hmm. no one saw anything but here's 25 dollars. thanks for taking us <laughs> uh so i was doing karaoke on the way back i had two beers and this was after dinner I had two beers because I was like, ah, if I'm gonna stand here, I'm gonna have something to drink. <laughs> well, uh, I wasn't. I was nowhere near drunk. On the way back, I was like, I want one of those. You know, they have them in most of these big cities. Those um, slushy alcoholic drinks. They're like, they're like uh, margarita. Sl- no, 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 no. They're like slushes, but they're different flavors. You can get like tropical punch. You can you can get like in Memphis they have it. it's called wet willies. And they have um, they have all these like different drinks, and they're like slushes. They're like what you'd get at Who's Sonic. Who's selling them? Like vent, like a store. It's they have the, that's the whole store's purpose. They have all these like machines in the back, like ice cream machines, like the slush, the Slurpees, the Ices. Huh? But they're but it's alcohol. all alcohol. Yes, every bit of it. Mm. And there's Good one thing that, I didn't know about that. <laughs> but I mean, they're delicious. Like I'd be at work. It's just a slushy. Calm down. The one in Memphis is uh, <laughs> they have one called Call a Cab. Because it's made with like 151, but it's so good. It's like a very tropical, like, it's almost like a fruit punch, but it doesn't taste like alcoholic at all. But like, you have one of them and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm seeing shit that ain't here. He put peyote in this? I'm I'm seeing myself right now. But on the way back uh, from doing karaoke, he's like, I'm going to get one of those for the hotel. Because I don't know if you know this or not, you can get to-go drinks in New Orleans. <laughs> mm. You can walk into a place and say, hey, can I get a rum and coke to-go? And they're like, yeah, here. And they give it to you. <laughs> or you can just go and buy a bottle. Like You could buy one of your old like whiskeys that you used to get. Was it Gentleman Jack? Mm-hmm. You could open it up and just drink it as you're walking down the street. Oh, I'll do that shit anyways. <laughs> I'm talking about a busy street right in front of cops. Oh, man. I mean, you you cuff it just right, they don't give a fuck. Oh, you don't have to cuff it. You could hold the bottle out in the open and just be pouring it in your mouth like stone cold. They, they ain't going to say a thing. So I bought one. We were going back to our hotel, and I don't know if it was the sugar in it that reacted with the the jambalaya, <clears throat> but, man, it was like I felt like a fire-breathing dragon. Well, whiskey and uh, pizza would do that to me. Because the sauce. It's something about the pepperonis and shit that ignite my indigestion anyways. Yeah. But and I then, see, I don't have indigestion problems. Man, I, I used to have some horrible... I still get it, but now that I quit drinking, it's I, I don't Not as bad. necessarily have to take pills and shit. Like, I can just wait until yeah. it occurs, Yeah, take some Pepto or something, and it'll usually go away. Mine was so bad, it was waking me up. Oh, yeah. Like, and I was, like, taking, uh, we bought, like, I had to go that night. I was like, I got to get something. So I went and got, like, uh, those antacid chews. Like, uh, they're, like, Pepto chewables or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's all they had where I was at. So I was like, I'm going to take those. And I was, like, popping them like they were candy. (laughs) And it still wasn't touching it, man. But, um, yeah, there's certain points that I've had in the past. Like, I remember it was probably 2016, 17, something like that. It was about the, like you said, you remembered your worst case of heartburn or indigestion, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Well, this was mine. Like, uh, I, I felt like I was I was eating something, and then I tried to swallow it. Uh, and then just this one particular bite. Yeah. I'm not doing shit. It's not going down. So, I was trying to throw up, because it felt like something was stuck in my chest and everything. Yeah. But it was just uh, that... That fire ass indigestion up. and it wouldn't let it kind of inflames your uh, esophagus mm-hmm. to where nothing will go down and you get that like you burp and some of the acid comes up in your mouth and you're like yeah. ah well i mean wonder if this is what great mood felt when he blow that mist depends on what color it was because <laughs> you know the blue did one thing the green did one thing yeah. but that red turned that out was... he was just very acidic <laughs> he'd eat jambalaya he'd eat jambalaya he's green because he's asian 
was kind of like taking dill powder <laughs> and pouring it onto your butthole. But uh, either way, I called my mom. Yeah. Come down. Mom, it's burning. Come down here. I think I need to go to the hospital. Yeah. I cannot swallow this food. I'm feeling like I need to throw up. I can't. I don't know what to do. I've been poisoned. Oh, no. I thought like the next step, because I had battled with it for like two hours. <laughs> you shit yourself. Well, no, what was it we you said? You say shoot myself? Shit yourself. <laughs> oh. oh, damn, I'm shitting myself. <laughs> this is where it all goes down. No, I was like, uh, I think I'm going to go have to have this looked at. Like, this is bad. Well, and she gave me um, some kind of, um, uh, maybe what you're talking about, one of those Prilosec yeah. chewable type deals or something. Uh-huh. And uh, I forget, maybe it was milk. <laughs> One of the two. Maybe it was either medication or milk. <laughs> One of them. But either way, it finally subsided and yeah. shit. But, like, yeah, I was debating on going to the fucking hospital. What was it we said a couple months back about, like, this is something that happens before you die? And we joked about it. It was like. You shit your pants. Yeah, was that it? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Well, get my affairs in order. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that was it, but it was something. No, it was, it was shit in your pants. Yeah. And, like, if you accidentally shitted your pants, <laughs> but you were drunk and irrationally thinking, you yeah. were like, oh, fuck, it's the end. <laughs> I'm done. You just finished the job. <laughs> uh, but, no, while while we're going to be in New Orleans for that day before the, the boat leaves, my my wife, because I thought we were going to be there a couple days, but we're going to be there a day. Because I was like, well, we could be there a couple of days. I'll call Peterson. We'll, you know, we can hang out or something while they do stuff. No, we're only going to be there a day. So, kind of shot that. The boat leaves before. Julie had to work this week, so the boat leaves. Um, we, we can't leave until a certain day, and then the boat leaves a day earlier than what I thought. So, um, but no, um. Otherwise, yeah, if Peterson, if you're listening, I would have totally called you about hanging out in New Orleans because I don't like ghost tours and stuff. Mm. Uh, but they're going to go. She did tell me while they were there, she wants to go on an alligator tour where yeah. they get on a fan boat with one of these Cajun guys and they ride out to a swamp and see alligators. Now, look, when we, when we jump over this stump now, you're going to have to jump with it <laughs> because their boat. You're going to feel it. So when I jump over, you just like the bus. When you just go over the railroad track, you jump up with the railroad track. That's what you need to do with the stomp. They get on a fan boat, and they ride out to these swamps, and they feed some of the alligators. When and, you say they, like... Oh, it's like a group of people. You're not going? I'm not going. Oh, my. I do not like alligators. Well, I don't think anybody does. No. Well, my wife does, apparently. She wants to go see them. I'm like, why would I want to go see these monsters? Because <laughs> it's cool. You're that in kill the me. face of death. No, I'm you good. You can feel death breathing I have high blood you. pressure. I'm in the face of death anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm a track. I'm, I'm, I'm going to shit my pants eventually and say, see y'all later anyways. There, there's, there's some, that I guess it's just some people, but I'm one of those people, like, that want to go well maybe y'all should go to new orleans well, too. no what i'm saying is when i am in the face of death mm-hmm. and you the know show, the with, valley with any like wrong little move or any like any misstep you're done mm-hmm. i'm so afraid but so attracted to that yeah just like a tornado like i told you a couple of weeks ago I am terrified of them, but at the same time, I'm like a monster flame. Yeah. I want to, I want to see them. Well, you also like monster movies and horror yeah, movies. I love monster all movies that don't shit. really bother me, but horror movies I don't really like. Like I, I don't mind seeing Godzilla step on a building, but it bothers me to see a guy slashing somebody. You mm. know what I mean? No. I guess that's the difference. I, I mean, I understand, but yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I'm not going on the Gator tour. Mm-mm-mm. So if because I have seen the I, we have seen them on YouTube where they're like, well, there's a big old 14 foot Gator right here, and they like jump up on the boat with them, and the guy's got like a stick that you would use to get hats down from a footlocker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like get on out of there, one eye. <laughs> get on down, get on down. You see, he took three of my fingers. That's how I know when he's serious and when he's not. Here. But I tell you what, I'm real uh, personal with him now. I'm real personal. We, <laughs> we know each we, other. We throw this chicken overboard. He'll jump right out. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you run out of chicken, Mister Mallard? Uh, well, let's hope we don't. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I've seen that. And they had a gator that was like 14 foot tall and three foot wide. And I'm like, fuck that. Man. Just come back to me because I'm going to get on that boat. <laughs> I'll mourn afterwards, but I'm going to get on that boat the next day. <laughs> Whether I'm single or with a family of three, I'm getting on that boat. <laughs> We've done paid too much money. They won't give us our money back. <laughs> well, my daughter was mauled by a gator, but we got to honor these tickets. Daughter and wife. <laughs> we got to honor these tickets. Hey, man, you want to go on a boat? I'm alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got two more tickets. I'm on the boat with the drinks. Get on your feet. With some, homeless, some homeless guy in Chris Peterson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Uh, they're only going to let you. Chris, if you can make it to New Orleans, man. <laughs> um, you have to wear a wig because they're really, really keen on these tickets not being non-refundable. So I'm going to call you sugar while we're in line. I'm going to need you to wear this dress and this wig. <laughs> but you're the closest one. Uh, <laughs> what do you say five days what do you say on a boat we just go have fun i'm gonna cry a lot because i just lost my family <laughs> but we gotta honor these tickets we honor these, i mean i ain't gonna have the money that's just the money I, it's gone I ain't, I ain't gonna get it back <laughs> <laughs> might as well enjoy ourselves uh but we got we got to do this real quick josh the reason why i brought up gators game warden discovers seven foot pet alligator living in woman's backyard well, this isn't like too, uh, you know, like out of the ordinary. I mean, that one fucker was taking his on a leash to PetSmart. I don't think that's legal. I really don't. It was legal in his state. In that state. Well, this one was in, um, well, we're going to see where it was. We got, here we go. It was very friendly with her. Texas Park and Wildlife Texas. discovered an American alligator while investigating another case in Buda, just south of Austin. They learned a woman was keeping it as a pet, but did not have the proper <laughs> permits. To Look at how hard they're wrestling this motherfucker to and get it like, out of oh, its cage. He's a doll with Janet. Yeah, <laughs> but look at how the the swamp area that she has made for this thing. I mean, I bet he feels like he's at home. Yeah, it's caged in, and he has like a 14 by 14 foot like swampy area. Keep the alligator. She told the game wardens she had been caring for it for over two decades. Aww. She did take it a little bit tough, but she does still have to follow all of the rules and regulations in the state. Texas oh, law man. allows people yeah. to keep alligators if they are farming, educating, or using it for zoological reasons. She told investigators she... They're putting it on a like a truck uh with hay like i feel like that alligator could just hide in places <laughs> yeah and that kind of bums me out it does me. because it was her pet for like 20 years and they're just oh well, we gotta follow the rules regulations going on to her fucking property and doing that shit that is low down at the same time where do you draw the line of like who can own one of these you know what i mean like well, if it's on her property fuck them yeah that's bullshit man he was volunteering at the Animal World and Snake Farm Zoo in New Braunfels and stole an alligator egg. <laughs> so she was volunteering at the alligator farm and stole an alligator egg. So she's had this thing since it hatched. So they must be close. Yeah. Alligators will have a nest of 50, 60 eggs at a time. And which so one, Mission? Very... <laughs> which one? That's what she thought. And apparently she got away with it. Easy for someone to... Uh, to take an egg or a, or a hatchling home just kind of without anyone noticing. You know what makes it even more dangerous? That they had like buses of school children out there as they wrestled this gator down. I'm not really understanding that part. <laughs> like, why? Game more didn't say the... And the guy's like playing off like, this woman's pet was heavy as hell, ain't it? <laughs> like, they're too happy about this. I would fucking die if he had a bow tie on. <laughs> This is Ralph. Alligator is healthy and well taken care of, but it had outgrown the space the woman provided. Okay. The gator was recovered and returned to Animal World and Snake Farm. You know, my heart goes out to her, and, and we're going to give it a good home. Look at that guy in that huge enclosure with all those killers. <laughs> I mean, you know. That, that is my nightmare. Look at him. He's in there with five alligators. This one right over here on the right's looking at him like, you motherfucker look away from me for long enough and you ain't going to have a foot no more. Yeah. Like, People be asking you, I didn't know you were diabetic. I'm not. I worked at an alligator farm. <laughs> <laughs> Stole my good boot. <laughs> yeah. Got my Timberlands.
The woman will face up to $1,000 in fines and fees for illegally having an alligator and charges for stealing oh, the egg are passed. I don't know what I do with her, but she's but fine. She can Not always that. visit the alligator <laughs> here at Animal World. She does look like your your uh, right your, alley, your type. Um, could you imagine that? Not only are we taking your pet, Dude. we need a thousand dollars, and you can come visit him anytime you want for the ticket price of twenty two fifty at Alligator World. <laughs> Frank, Frank, you remember me? Ah, no, because I'm a cold blooded reptile. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, Josh, that's it, man. We've done our hour. All right. We're cool. having to do con- condensed shows today because you've got a time limit. We've got time limits. So, Josh, what do they want to do if they want to follow us on social media or give us a call? Well, on the Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one on Facebook. Put in that search bar, Pop Poncho, P O N C H O. You'll see our photograph. And if you want to get with us the old school way, 731 300 6675, bitch. Well, that's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this is Richard Mulligan saying happy St. Patrick's Day this week and good night.